Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite de Queen's Practical Wisdoms in Sales podcast. I'm Amanda, your host of today's show, and I'm here with our co-founders, Lynn and Tina. Today, we'll be discussing the importance of establishing your role of thought leadership for greater sales success. What is thought leadership and how does it apply to professional sales? Tina, can you answer this first? Sure. Thanks very much, Amanda. So a thought leader is an informed leader, the go-to person in their field of expertise, trusted sources who move and inspire people with innovative ideas, and that they're able to turn those ideas into a reality. And I think that um, in particularly in sales, professional sales, to be a thought leader is to bring knowledge and to be the go-to person for your clients, that you have meaningful ways of engaging with your customers and being the person that has ideas and thoughts and, um, and ideas to share and converse. Lynn, what do you think? You know, Tim, I think you made a, you know, it, you nailed it for the what is a thought leader and, and how it applies to professional sales. I think another piece that's really important is it's establishing or it establishes your personal brand uh, through mm-hmm. thought leadership. You're creating a foundation of credibility and name recognition. And so when it when you, it comes to sales, when others identify you as an expert in your field and industry, that is absolutely going to impact, positively impact your sales. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and when you apply that to professional sales, it, that thought leadership is just what I was saying. It enables you to build relational capital within your network and with potential clients much faster. Mm-hmm. So it, it's highly effective, you know, as a method to acknowledge and accept um, your position of validity and trust in the eyes of your customers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's how I see it really applying to professional sales. Yeah, I agree. Once we've established that, um, once we've established a, a particular point that we are the, the people that they, that customers want to come to for suggestions or for ideas that as you, as you relate it, lend to that relational capital, I think is, uh, is very, is, is key to success. Absolutely. How do you get started in building your role as a thought leader? Lynn? Well, it's not just building, but it's maintaining your role mm-hmm. as a thought leader. And I'm going to tell you right here, it, it requires a significant time investment. It's not efficient to use your resources to create a thought leadership position if you're not going to continue to allocate resources to maintaining that position. So I want everyone, that's why this time investment, to be very mindful of this. It's it's like leadership fade. You know, you rapidly fade from the dialogue um, and the minds of your audience if you don't maintain your role as a thought leader. Um, In addition, uh, it's vital that you have an ongoing effort to promote your role as a thought leader. So it's not enough to generate outstanding content you must get it out there in the cybersphere so it can be easily found and digested. And so let's get to the point, how do you get started in this whole process? 
Um, and there's a number of ways that you can do it. Um, you can start a blog, you can write guest blog posts, you can write an article for your organization or a trade publication, um, you can publish on LinkedIn Pulse, you can seek speaking roles in your industry conferences or at educational uh, forums. Uh, you can research and solicit guest spots on other podcasts or webinar series. Um, you can sh publish, you know, and share your presentations that you've used um, in your career and and uh, or for these the speeches that you may pro provide or presentations. You know, uh, and, and when you do that, you may need to create a specialized version that can be shared and you might even turn it into a video, um, you know, for that publication into the cybersphere. So uh, another thing is you can establish an ongoing email or text campaign, and it could be as simple as a weekly industry tip or emerging trend. Another thing is you can connect with your current industry thought leaders and find a way to contribute uh, to their conversations in a meaningful way. You know, it, it's really the art of possibilities and there are an infinite number of ways you can get started uh, to build your role as a thought leader. And, and Tina was speaking directly to building that role with your clients and, and with your prospects. So not to steal any thunder or, or to put words in your mouth, Tina, but <laughs> what are your thoughts about getting started? Well, I know, I think you've, you've covered quite a bit there, Lynn, uh, and it's all about strategic visibility. So uh, you start by having a passion or having a, having a, a knowledge network. And, and Lynn, you've, you've mentioned that it does, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time, right? Um, it, it, sometimes it takes years to develop that knowledge and expertise in a particular niche market. Um, but if you have a level of commitment and you're willing willing to, to get out there and, and put your, your information out there, um, be ready for other people to challenge you. I mean, that's that's another way of, of starting to build up your role is to to have a dialogue. Um, and we can can work with with our clients and uh, our clients then refer us to other people because they, they like our, our knowledge, um, they, they, we've been able to put it into action. Um, it's one thing to have the thought, it's another to put it into, into action. And I like your ideas, Lynn, about the, the LinkedIn and, and having the blogs or having, it's getting that, that information out there, being the person that raises the hand in a meeting to, to give your, your opinion. Uh, it's very important to be visible. Yeah, absolutely. You can even write a book, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Why does thought leadership give you an edge in your sales career? Lynn, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I've already touched on all of these things. It's personal brand recognition, it's credibility, and it's trust validity. Um, and it really does give you a significant sales advantage. You've essentially paved the road uh, to immediately establish a foundation um, of relational capital and expertise with your your prospects. And it's, it's natural that your potential clients are going to be more welcoming to your inquiries when they already feel a connection. Uh, because you've You've elevated yourself above the constant barrage of noise. 
um, you're an influencer. So, you know, I, I'm going to personally, when I recognize who's contacting me, you know, in whichever manner, my perception shifts. It, it's literally like, oh, I know who this person is. So I'm going to open the email. I'm going to take the call. I'm going to accept the meeting. And that thought leadership gives you relevance. So even if it's someone I don't know well or, or maybe even have not met, that that's like an immediate entree. And there is another very significant advantage to thought leadership, and that's a career boost. It's much easier to receive accolades, a promotion, and opportunities when you are actively demonstrating your proven abilities as a leader. And, and that's what you're doing. Um, Tina, how do you feel that this really gets you, gives you an edge in your sales career? Well, certainly knowledge is power, right? And with power comes the ability to persuade in the right, given the right, the right formula, right? Uh, and it attracts customers. I think that having that knowledge um, is a is a magnet for the type of customers that uh, that that we would like to do business with. Um, I think that that um, through thought leadership uh, that that we're given other opportunities that might otherwise be there because we're not just one of the pack. We're standing out. We're we are strategically visible out in the marketplace, and it and it attracts um, opportunities. For us, uh, and I, I think that, it, and it keeps us there, providing us, to Lynn, to your point about staying on top of, of uh, trends and one thing and another, being relevant. Um, as long as you maintain that relevance and you and you're continually bringing new ideas forward, I think that we always have a, a an edge uh, to the competitors. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We have just one more question, and it comes from Helena in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Helena asks, I don't have time to write blogs or submit fresh content to LinkedIn. How can I create a position of thought leadership with my busy schedule? Thank you for your question, Helena. Tina, how would you resolve her predicament? Well, I, I'm not sure that, it, that um, you need to be writing a blog or, or content on LinkedIn to, to attain a thought leadership or to have some, some thoughts. Uh, you do that on a daily basis when you're reading and you're, you're, you're learning about a subject, you're getting more knowledge about it and you're sharing that and it can be a verbal, it can be when you're communicating with your clients um, on a daily basis. Uh, I, I don't know that it's necessary to 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 have have everything written down. You can have that that verbal discussion, um, and and have that just be an integral part of everything that you do, and you'll be surprised that uh, even the the more you talk and the more people come to you and the, the more you pretty pretty soon that's it it just becomes a part of your schedule. You're not trying to make time for it. It is just part of who you who you are and how you present yourself and the, the wonderful um, asset that you bring uh, for your customers. Lynn, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, how, <laughs> it's definitely important to be aware of your own bandwidth. So mm -hmm. um, I would say kudos to Hel Helena for <laughs> recognizing your parameters and seeking opportunities that will work for your 
specific situation. So from a practical perspective, my suggestions are to research and seek out possible guest blog opportunities, podcasts, or webinar options. That's one thing you can do. Another is that you could connect to your industry thought leaders, I've already mentioned that, and really engage in their conversations and in the dialogue. And, you know, get yourself out there. It's, to Tina's point, I loved it, it's strategic positioning. Um, another thought is to consider volunteering for a committee or the board of your local trade organization. You know, it's a great way to meet the influencers in your industry on both a local and a national level. And, you know, through your, your work and your participation to be recognized as a subject, subject matter expert. So, um, and I do think that when you create content in the normal scope of your work, you know, look for a way that you can modify it and repurpose it so it can be published in Cybersphere. And that could just be as simple as publishing it on your LinkedIn profile but there are a lot of other ways that you can get it out there. And so, you know, the, the you really you need to determine the time you do have that you can allocate and, and find a groove that works for you. So, um, uh, you know, good luck. And uh, Tina, anything else to add? No, I think, I think you're, well, I think we've covered it. I yeah. think we've covered it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lynn and Tina, for your excellent suggestions and advice. I'm sure they will help Helena and others hoping to establish thought leadership in spite of their busy schedules. We want to thank all of our members and guests who joined us for today's podcast. Next week will be another terrific dialogue at Petite to Queen. If you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, please email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. Mm -hmm.